Play Subject Thread Podcast. Here's Subject Thread Podcast from Audible. Here's where you left off in the latest episode, live. Yo, it's the heavy hitter DJ Wala, and you're now plugged into the Subject Thread Podcast with your host, Nyla Lavelle. Like, there are certain people that have these ability to be independent contractors, self-employed, day traders, real estate investors, singers, artists, those type of people. Avenues within the real estate umbrella, because there's so many different ways to make money in real estate. I think a lot of people miss that. Right, right. And that's very true because when you say real estate, that's a that's the umbrella, right? That's what and then there's so many other strategies. So real quick, what I'll do for our listeners is explain a little bit about what wholesaling real estate is. I, I like I like that question because what kind I was just talking about this yesterday and I feel like with, with Kanye, he's like he does things that we all do behind closed doors. Yeah, I've never been asked that. And this is Subject I, I, I Thread wanna... Podcast. We different here. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Subject Thread Podcast, giving you real dose of storyboard conversations, art, money, culture, and more. Hey guys, what is up? What is up? This is your girl in the building, Nyla Lavelle. For another episode of Subject Thread Podcast, I know it's been a minute and sometimes as an independent podcaster, you need to take a couple of weeks off to enjoy life. Um, my son transitioned to a whole nother country. He's now a resident in London playing basketball. So I had to do the parent thing and being a parent is actually more important than anything else. Um for some reason, when I do those episodes about parenthood and just my different journeys, those score high. So I'm going to talk about that in depth, you know, later down the road. But I want to talk about the differences in corporate America um, versus being an, a non-traditional entrepreneur. Now, when I speak, I speak in general terms. And a lot of times I'm speaking from of my point of view, my opinions or opinions of people that I've worked with, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not saying this is for everyone. I'm just saying my walk of life. If it resonates with you, cool. If it doesn't, that's cool as well. We can always enjoy different perspectives. So basically, um, my story is simple as this. I come from a corporate background but I also come from an entertainment background, which is really different. Um, you don't find too many people that were able to do both kind of like at the same time. But I was able to do that throughout my career. It was really hard for me to make a decision on one. I used to always feel like I had to do one or the other. So for a long time, you saw me playing tennis with corporate and with the entertainment world. It wasn't until like the last couple of years that um, now I have a just of what it needs to be and what it needs to look like. And I've been following in that direction and actually is doing what it needs to do. Being in corporate at such a young age, I saw a lot of pros and I saw a lot of cons. Being a person of color and a female in corporate is a whole nother kit and caboodles. 
it's like 90% of black people that work for corporate environment feel like they're in a hostile environment. They have to go to therapy because of it. There's a lot of politics and a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you do not know. So when you're at a board meeting, a lot of times you're biting your tongue with your other counterparts. Um, when it comes to promotions, a lot of times you'll get skipped. When something goes wrong, you're the first person that it's blamed on. So being an entrepreneur was inevitable. That was eventually going to happen. But I did learn a lot. I learned about matrix. I learned about sponsorships. I learned about um, meeting protocols and different things like that. But you also see the flip side of corporate. Corporate gets rid of people whenever they feel like it. Um, the way that they treat black women in, in the corporate environments are horrible. Like, I'm just going to keep it a buck. They're not your ideal situations. And you can come in there, be attractive, have degrees. It doesn't matter if they want to treat you like trash or treat you like trash. Like, it happens all the time. Some of those things are displayed in like TV shows. It's kind of interesting that Insecure is showing a little bit of how corporate treats black women. Um, also, the show 20s that airs on BET showed a clip, uh, the last episode, where a character, her fiance was talking to her in the kitchen and he was telling her about how the white actor got the part on the show, but got the part in corporate and they, they superseded her because of being a black female, basically. So that is a realistic thing. Um, I always say black women, they get the shitty end of the stick. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. It's not something I'm making up statistic wise, even from an entrepreneur standpoint, black women are only receiving 1.8% of venture capital and angel investments, but they are the highest to start their own businesses for the last couple of years. There's something really wrong with this narrative. So climb the corporate ladder, worked for companies like the New York Times, Client Logic, Sage Software, huge corporation. I'm starting in the accountant world. Then I started to learn sales, which is a tool that you can use anywhere. I always preach that sales, 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 be likable, have charisma skills, be able to adapt to change, understand diversity. All these things, whether you're in corporate, whether you're an entrepreneur, will take you very, very far. Be approachable, you know, these type of things. Um, each company I was with, if I was outdoing my white counterparts, it was a problem. So what I started to do was be in the top 10 percentile, but never be the top person. So I wouldn't have so much attention. So I want you to follow me. I was working at this company, Sage Software. I learned everything that you can learn from the company. Um, migrated into sales consultant, became the first person, the number one person that was outselling Everything in that company sold over a million, million units, have a bunch of awards and accolades. Anyway, there was this representative there as well, and he was always number one. But when I got into that department, I'm a very competitive person. I like to be number one. 
when I saw what was going on, how he would be leaving work early. He was having like a mental breakdown and a black female was really like taking his spot. And then it would be issues like, oh, this is an error. They would be coming to me with errors and I would be having coaching sessions. And I'm like, huh, I never had a problem. Been here for two years. So when I started to see that, I started to put myself in the top 10 percentile, meaning I didn't want to be number one if it was going to cause all these issues. So I know a corporate female at work right now, and they're probably saying, I know what the hell you're talking about. So you're going to you're going to reduce your greatness so that the light, <clears throat> excuse me, is not on you. So you're basically reducing your greatness so that the light is not on you so that the company is not looking at you. That's what a lot of black professionals do. It's fucked up. Excuse me. <laughs> no, nah, not excuse it, but it's true. These things happen in corporate all of the time. All of the time. And then there's some people that are in the high level positions that are black or of color. And they get scrutinized and everything is looked at on them. Even down to if they're using a company credit card. There was a situation at another company, um, Green Sky, where I was working with this company and they would give company credit cards to when you get to certain positions. Well, anyway, a white counterpart used like over $40,000 in company credit card money. They did not do anything to this man. And he used it for personal reasons. However, when a black person did nothing remotely close and they were in a higher level up to, to what he did, they got charges on them. They got reported. These type of things happen on a normal basis. So for me, going into a non-traditional entrepreneurship makes sense. So that's why I can post whatever I want because I'm not client-based. And then there are companies that are client-based that play with their own rules. So I started to understand that you can play by the rules all you want. Um, If you're a black female or a person of color, you're going to have a hard time regardless. Like you're going to be scrutinized. You're going to have to work extra hard. These are the things that are accurate. The statistics show this. So for me, it was like, yo, I got to make a decision. And the decision was, I'm personally going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to put myself in a position where I don't care what you think. I'm not going to play within your microscope of rules. So that's that's kind of like when you become a non-traditional entrepreneur, you're playing in lanes where you don't need society. Okay. And that's in the form of, you do your own real estate flips. You create apps. You learn trading. You learn investing on levels that you're not interacting with people. Like I can go underground. I can be behind the scenes, fund companies. This is what I'm planning on doing as it is and never peek my head back out. And you can be substantially rich and never have to deal with society. There are so many people that are doing it. There are millionaires on the subway in New York City that you would never know as a millionaire. That's the key to the game. If I've learned anything, um, I'm learning that you don't have to be flashy. You can sit back, 
live on acres of land, nice houses, and no one knows what you're doing. Precisely. So those are those were my encounters, my main differences. Like corporate, you know, sometimes it is good. You do learn a lot. I learned a lot in corporate, a lot of things that I've navigated through life. Um, is it a lot of politics in corporate? Absolutely. Absolutely. If it, if 90% of people of color, black people are saying, black people and people of color, it's like 90% are saying that they feel like they're in a hostile environment, that they're needing to go to therapy, that they have to bite their tongue when they're in Zoom meetings or just meetings as it is, that lets you know about corporate structured environments and how they treat people, Okay. So is it good to join organizations? Absolutely. Like I'm going to pair certain companies I work with, with different corporate organizations. It's great on paper. Absolutely. It makes sense. But don't get caught up in this propaganda thinking that just because somebody's aligned with different organizations that that's it. You know, if you got to, if you have to curtail who you really are, that's a problem for me. So I'm not in that stage of life where I have to do that. A lot of people that I know have to do that. And there are some people that are liberated and they're free and they don't have to do that. I'm not in a stage in my life where I care what people think. I'm in a different stage, a different bracket. Now, I, I don't care what you think. I don't care if I have followers or if I do. Do I like it? Is it cool to engage with people? Yeah. Am I coming off of that? Yes. <laughs> you know? And I want to give opportunities to different people and fund different things and sit on chairman as the board of different things. So that's kind of like where I'm at. But those are the differences. I am back. I have another episode next week. We'll be doing a lot more of these personal episodes and starting to have guests on again. I have like six um, episodes with guests that are being edited right now. So I'm super excited to get back into that. I wanted to give you guys a shout out. You guys have been asking. It's been a couple of weeks since a new episode. So that's the corp. My That's my experience within corporate. And now I am a non-traditional entrepreneur. And it is the greatest thing because you can wear multiple hats. You don't have to define who you are. You can do whatever you want and make money and create generational wealth and do it on your terms. So that means also and I'm signing out on this, that you can be a venture capitalist. You can be an angel investor in corporate companies and still eat both ways in multiple ways. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Subject Thread Podcast and also on Twitter. I don't like Twitter because Twitter's algorithm is crazy, but we're going to get some TikTok going. We're going to have new hosts coming on uh, the first of the year. A lot of changes are happening, but they're great changes. And I'm super happy for what Subject Thread Podcast is going to be doing. Visit us on the web at subjectthreadpodcast.com. I'm going to leave some of this in the show notes, but I am out. Peace.